I swear, I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud, but for a split second, I didn't realize that it was a pen. I thought it was a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it does look a little like, it does look like what, what, what I've seen on, on Cops and other police shows to be a crack it's pipe. It's like this long <laughs> cylinder that looks like it's got these crystals growing around the side of it. I thought it was it's a crack pipe. It's got a little glass ball at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't until he took it out of the box and unscrewed the top and said, okay, it's a fountain pen. Hello, and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you stay all right, it makes me feel all right. Hey! So somebody suggested uh, holiday sugar and spice. Is that what we're going with for this one here? Okay. Yeah, is that what we're calling this? That's, I think we should. That thing was good as title as any. Yeah, I think it goes with the theme of the. Episode. Wait a second! Wait! Wait a second! This is a red letter day. Then is this the first time I'm going to get credited with an episode title? You yes, probably won't is, get yeah. credit. I'll probably falsely give credit to Nick. <laughs> Well, as, as I did that earlier with Santa Jaws. <laughs> Santa Jaws. Wait, did I get? I got credit for Santa Jaws. That wasn't me. Yeah, I know. I put it on my because we were watching it last night, and I put it on Facebook that we were watching it. And my mom had said something about it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Rodriguez recommended it." And Jeremy's like, "Oh, check your text messages." <laughs> I did not. And I said, "Well, I, I said I'm going to fix it now." And I said, "And I stand corrected." I said, "But in my defense, doesn't it sound like something Nick would make us watch?" And, and to be this. fair, to be fair, when I saw the ad for this movie come through, that was l- literally the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> oh my god, Nick would love this movie. Yeah, <laughs> now, I recommend that that when we can, we watch a movie called The Fat Man with Mel Gibson, where he plays Santa Claus and a kid on the naughty list is trying to knock him off. Uh, <laughs> that's the movie I recommended. Uh, but you, I don't know when that's coming. You out. did also so. recommend um, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. And I know oh, again, God. I knew we were going to go there. And I yes. know that this is a Christmas episode. It was great, Nick. It was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't think I oversold it. It's amazing. It was, um, I mean, it was just, a, I, I enjoy when you get a totally new take on an old subject. Yeah. You know, where it's like, okay, we're going to tell you this story, but, you know, we're going to tell it to you as a, kind of a different way. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Did you stick around after the credits to see, like, they had him, and so they had him, like, in the morgue? Oh, yes, I did. Did you see that he got up and, yeah. Did the Undertaker. Walked away? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was super good. Good. I'm really glad that you liked it. Yeah. I'm really, really glad. I liked it a lot. Yes. Well, I am confident that I did not oversell Santa Jaws because I didn't (laughs) attempt to sell it at all. (laughs) I, I, I I have a question for you, Jeremy, about this. Uh-oh. What, what, where were you or what were you watching that this trailer came up naturally? Did you see the trailer before you sent us 
No, 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 no. I, I didn't see like I didn't Smile, see anything. And, and that's, a, a fish. that's a really good question. I, I don't remember. It was I was scrolling oh, oh, oh. through something like it was probably some linked article, um, pop culture article through social mm-hmm. media or something where it just came up as like a, a, a sidebar. It wasn't even anything focused on this, but it was one of those where I was scrolling down through it and then I kind of stopped and then slowly started scrolling back up. Wait, it was like, wait, wait, what did I just see? What did I just see? <laughs> Okay. All right. So, I, no, I was like, I, I was I, honestly, to be a story. when when I had when I had sent the recommendation to you guys, I I knew nothing about it other than the movie poster and the name. Sure. And that was enough for me. I, I like no trailer. No, I didn't read anything on IMDb. It was a total knee jerk reaction. I'm like this, this we have to we have to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was wondering how like like because you know I remember seeing the first Sharknado and I remember seeing like the previews for that Mm -hmm. and you know, all the hype around it. And so I was like, I wonder if there's, you know, if like you're watching something and it's like, Hey, you should, you know, here's a preview before this. Like if they were hyping up this movie and uh, you know, or something along those lines. So. And the shirt first Sharknado was good. Was second Sharknado was even better with more Uh, sharks. I I disagree there. More Nados. Yeah, no, I, 10, 10% more sharks, 20% less natives. Personally, I, I tend to think that these types of movies are better when they are still taking themselves seriously versus when, yeah. they, when, when they, they become embrace self-aware. the camp. Yeah, I don't want yeah. them to be yeah. self-aware. I want them to think that they're making a really good movie and that, yeah. I got you. But before that, before we get any more into Santa Jaws. We need a palate cleanser. Oh. Yes. Did you guys a watch the holiday Star Wars Christmas whatever Lego thing? I did. Lego Star did. Wars holiday special. Yeah, like I literally watched it like two hours ago. I was just say, I yeah, I think I watched it like as I was we were putting my son to bed, like we were me and him were watching it together. What'd you guys think of it? So I had I had two takeaways from that experience. My kids loved it. It was only like forty five minutes long. It's yeah. fine. So we, we ended up watching it because I had made mention that we were probably going to talk about it. And then as soon as, as the family got wind of that, then it became something that, okay, well, I can at least watch this with everybody. And, yeah, my you know, son was the same way. He kept saying, up. Dad, you're recording a podcast and we need to watch this. <laughs> yeah. So the two takeaways I had were, number one, apparently the only thing that is required for you to get a voice casting as Emperor Palpatine is mm-hmm. that you can do a really bad Stewie Griffin impression. Because yeah. that's what he sounds like. Yeah, he doesn't even true. sound like Stewie Griffin. He sounds like someone doing a bad Stewie Griffin impression. And second yeah. of all, I actually laughed out loud when Kylo Ren lit up his lightsaber and Palpatine said, what was it? Ooh, crackly crossbar. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why I thought that was so funny, but I actually laughed out loud when he said that. Yeah, it, I, other than that, yeah, I I found one thing that was interesting, and maybe this is just you know maybe I'm taking it a little too seriously, but you know, so this obviously takes place, I guess, like canonic can, in canon after the last movie because <clears throat> no, it can't. Finn has, has force powers, and they acknowledge no, it. Ha- it has to because it, it has to take place at the end of the after the end of the trilogy, because there's the scene towards the end where both Luke and Leia's ghosts are there. But then how? But then how's Kylo Ren still alive? Yeah, it's a good question. 
Well, that was like were... that was that was okay. That yeah, was I beamed my question. In. They beamed in. Well, no, he he was still alive because she went back in time. In her uh, own time, he's gone. He's gone, but he, she goes backwards in time to the various different because Jedi or what, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, Jedi. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Because she's okay. training Finn to use his Force powers. So, so there was that. So they acknowledge. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess here's my thing, right? Because they were two mm-hmm. big spoilers. Not quite, you know, Luke, I'm your father. Spoilers, but there were two big spoilers that happened at the end of that third movie. One that Finn had force powers, right? Because people mm-hmm. were like, "Oh my gosh!" And then the other mm-hmm. one was that Ray was a Palpatine. They acknowledged mm-hmm. one of those in this star yep. in this Christmas special, yep. but totally didn't say anything when her grandpa was like, "I'm going to shoot you with force lightning." Yep. Totally ignored it. Yep. And yeah, that, that was my other question. Yeah, I was like, well, because my main no, question was like, when does this take place? No, like, they're they're looking. Disney's looking for every opportunity they possibly can to walk back that travesty. Like, eh. well, but if they so wanted just, to do that, if they wanted to walk back the travesty, they should walk back the whole thing and not have it focused on Ray and just focus mm-hmm. that puppy on Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie and be done with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Also, it's like you want to walk back from the from the sequel trilogy, walk back from the whole thing. Don't have the whole thing focus on Ray, who I find it, at least, I mean, at best, as an annoying character. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and I'm sure that makes me misogynistic, and so be it. I'll I'll wear that. Well, it's it's, it's not a it's not a matter of being misogynistic. It's a it's about how the characters are written. Quite frankly, I like I I liked the first movie in the trilogy a lot. Right when it when it first came out, when that when that's all you're going by, yes, episode four version largely, two, it, it, it was largely a re, reboot mm-hmm. of A New Hope. I get it, yeah, like it basically the plot lines up. Okay, fine, I'm good with it's that. A safe, but it's a safe the, movie. After the disappointment of the 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 conceptual disappointment of the the prequel trilogy, I was okay with that because it, it very much got back to the original feel, sure. of Star Wars. Well, and who right? expected any different, right? So the second one comes out, and I will admit, I, I will did fight not you if you say something bad Jedi. about the last Jedi. I, I, I did not care for the last All Jedi. Right, the one I saw. Jeremy, how do I mute Jeremy? No, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I, I didn't care for it the first time I saw it. When I went back and watched it again, it held up far better. Sure. And now I'm a, I appreciate it more and more every time. All right, I'll leave you um, unmuted. The third one, the third one was just the recognition that thank God this is over because this is a steaming pile of trash. However, I'm going to try to take whatever I can out of it, you know, so it is what it is. But I I don't think the the whole thing about, you know, that being misogynistic to say that one of the things that bothered me, despite the fact that I liked the force awakens quite a bit, I get a little tired of watching Finn running around screaming Ray at the top of his lungs for five seconds. Oh yeah. You know, build, build your character with a little bit more depth. And that's where I think the entirety of the sequel trilogy was lost. And it, I, I thought it was fun that they were poking fun at some of that a little bit during the, the Lego star Wars holiday special. Um, all of the character writing stunk with one exception. When they wrote Kylo Ren's character in the force awakens, mm-hmm. I came out of that movie thinking, please God, don't screw this up because you have what could be one of the greatest villains ever written coming out of this movie. And they totally just wet themselves with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan Johnson did completely destroy Kylo Ren in the second movie. I mean, you, you come out of that first one. He's just oh, yeah. he's just taking the lightsaber to stuff because he's mad. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? And the, the fact that he's he throwing tantrums. Well, he was, and and I even because we watched the you know we watched the the thing together, and I even told my wife, I'm like, I love, I love the crackly lightsaber. It's just mm-hmm. it's just so it's raw. I mean, it's unrefined. Mm-hmm. It's the whole point of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you had it paired with this character who was just, I mean, he had an edge. Um, mm-hmm. And eh, I don't know. I think Brian Johnson did some stuff that I really, really liked and some stuff that wasn't so great. And then you, when they brought J.J. back for the third one, what they got was another safe movie, and it could mm-hmm. have been a much better movie, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I, I did appreciate the scene in the, the holiday special where – when they are like, I, I love when they kept collecting people as they were going back through those <laughs> yeah. time portals, and there was just more That's and funny. more every single time. But the scene towards the end where Greedo shows up and both young and old Han are lay there. And you want to shoot first? You want to shoot first? <laughs> yeah, I liked that. Even yeah, even that my ten year old son was laughing at that one. He thought that was great. I liked that. My uh, my daughter appreciated the fact that they had Baby Yoda on there for about. Three oh, seconds. Cool. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that that whole scene where Vader, um, Vader sees him, and he's like, you know, Vader voice and was like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> My three year old keeps running around the house doing like re- repeating that bit from two days ago. <laughs> He'll just stop randomly and look at me and say, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> uh, hey, you're doing okay. parenting right. That's right. Yep. That's right. No, yeah, this, this movie had a lot. I mean, Lego and Lego Star Wars always. They've right. always done that. You know, they have a lot of fun stuff in it. And they, yeah, they did it right. It was like, uh, at first I thought it was going to be like the, the night, the night before Christmas or, um, the Christmas Carol, you know, um, I did too. The, version the, yeah. of, of star Wars. Like it was going to be like the, you mean when you Yoda know, was the ghost of Christmas present. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did make that observation while we were watching like, it also. Yeah. I was like, Oh, here we go. And then, uh, but no, it was uh, no, it was good. It was good. It was, I, I laughed a lot, which is what I want out of a Lego Lego movie, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I laughed a lot, and there was Star Wars in it. I loved some of the when Palpatine's like, "Oh, well, where am I at thirty years from now?" Let's go. Ooh, yeah. ooh, <laughs> who's gonna tell yeah. him? <laughs> you wouldn't do anything to betray your master, would you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of that stuff was probably my favorite. Yeah, um, my son was excited that um, he was recognized because he's got the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar in his room. And oh yeah, so he's like, "Oh, that's in the Advent Calendar. That's in the Advent Calendar." Awesome. It's like, oh, it's almost like nice. they knew what they were doing when they made the show. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. it's almost like marketing in the movie went oh. hand in hand. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Merchandising. One of the other little uh, subtle write-ins that I liked a lot was when she went back to Tatooine to to a new like early A New Hope Tatooine to get young Luke, and yeah. young Luke is like addicted to the milk carton. I thought yeah, that was the an blue. interesting throwback to the the Last Jedi scenes. The yeah, little milk mustaches were nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> yeah, that was real funny. And that, it, it's stuff like that where there's. I think the writers, to a certain extent, were not taking themselves too seriously because I think they they are poking fun at a lot of the the fan issues with some of the mm-hmm. new trilogy stuff by just inserting little things like that. No explanation, no nothing. It's there if you see it. If not, it's not offensive. It's not going to bother anybody. I thought that was pretty neat. It's yeah. it's that's of, what, and that's why I love Lego Star Wars. Well, and it's one of the things that I love most about the little Lego movies that is also my biggest complaint about the Lego movie is that mm-hmm. 
the fun, lighthearted, making fun of myself kind of thing that you get in all of these Star Wars movies that you get in that Crash Powers movie. Mm-hmm. You get it even in that Ninjago movie. You just don't have it mm-hmm. in those two Lego movies. Um, so yeah, it's probably my biggest critique of the Lego movie itself and one of the things I love most about the little Lego Star Wars movies. I mean, <laughs> for heaven's sake, you had George Lucas in one of them, right? He kept wandering yeah, yeah. into the scene. They kept shooing him back out. It's yeah, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> no, 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 you don't, you're not in the movie. It's fun. It's it's lighthearted. It's a good time. It's, they're fun. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, don't focus so much on Ray. Her time is over. Um, I think everybody wants to just kind of move on from it. Um, even Disney appears to want to move on from it. So just sure. Well, what was yeah. the, what, what, was, what was the joke that was floating around the other day that, uh, that Pedro Pascal had to, had to check himself into a hospital for severe back problems for, <laughs> from carrying the entire star Wars franchise on his shoulders. Yeah. I saw, I saw some meme on social media the other day and it was essentially talked about how, um, the Mandalorian has, is five times more popular than anything else on Disney Plus, and then it was just a picture of Mando, and it said, "I am," it said, "I am Disney Plus now." But yeah, he's mm-hmm. Star Wars now. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah, all know, that's he... out there, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. good. It, it's really good. I mean, you know, one of, one of the cool things about that, I know we're kind of pivoting away from the original topic, but what? Uh, us, but I, 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 no. I did enjoy. I, I'm going to connect this. I did enjoy the scene, not just the Baby Yoda scene, but the fact that they dropped through a scene from The Mandalorian where they even had the theme music going yes. uh, in oh, that, yeah. which I thought was pretty cool. And my kids got totally geeked out about that because as soon as they saw it, even before Baby Yoda, they love it because they've been watching The Mandalorian with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's interesting. I, I've been given a lot of thought to the way that that show is written and I think the the what was it the the season premiere of season two makes it easy because you got Timothy Oliphant in there, so there's the whole Deadwood justified by the thing way. coming in there because mm-hmm. because that man just has everything Western imprinted in his mm-hmm. DNA. But if you think beyond that, because I've heard I've heard the Mandalorian described as a space Western, and I didn't put much thought yeah. into it mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I thought about. The, the fact that it's one of the things I think that's that's been missing is it is truly episodic, mm-hmm. right? Like it is mm-hmm. it is built like a Western where, where it's not just different things that are happening in the day to day. There's this main arc that's loosely threading the whole thing together. But the whole thing is just a series of fairly intense episodes, almost none of which are connected to one another. And I that in that in the, the larger realm of these this massive framework, you know, 40 years worth of Skywalker saga where everything is connected, it's interesting to see that point of view from the writing where it's just it's all everyday episodes in the life of some small person in the Empire mm-hmm. or the post-Empire. Well, and if you go way back, I mean, George Lucas always talked about how he thought Star Wars was a spaghetti Western. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, in space, one of those one of the reasons why the Mandalorian has been so well received is just that they've gone back to those roots. You know what I mean? You've gone Mm -hmm. just, you've, you've funneled it back down so far. Um, and with Dave Filoni and John Favreau in charge of it, they've, Mm -hmm. they've just dialed it in to exactly what it needs to be. And I mean, just look at it. I haven't come across anybody who doesn't like it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I mean, other I, than my nine-year-old who doesn't watch any Star Wars, but well, that, but that would be it would be an interesting conversation to have. Kind of like what was it? It was was it a year ago or two years ago or whatever? I don't even know how how long that we did the um, you know is a die is Die Hard a Christmas movie type of thing. Um, you know, it's it, it's like if you don't like this, you know, if you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, I want to know why. If you don't like The Mandalorian and you've given it a legitimate shot, I don't want to get all judgmental, but I need to understand why you mm-hmm. don't. What, because there's almost nothing not to like. Mm-hmm. I would love the opportunity to talk with somebody who doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. And, and not not to be all judgy or anything. I want to understand, like, what, what – tell me, like, what is it that, that you don't like about it? Right. Yeah. Like, how, mm-hmm. how – I, I want to know legitimately how do you find fault with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's macaroons. <laughs> don't, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm an episode behind, so don't, oh. don't mess with anything. I haven't seen the last one yet. Really? So I haven't started the season. Yeah. Really? I got a, I got a, yeah. wrong with no, 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 no. I'm, I'm one behind, so don't mess with it. It's a cookie. It's not a big deal. I know, but. I'll stop. You never know what kind of symbolism that cookie's going to have. Zero, but I'll stop. All the same. (laughs) (laughs) So as not to tread. I'm depressed because Castle Rock got canceled. So I I saw that. I'm sorry, Nick. It's a rough episode. Four was good though, Jeremy. Don't worry, you'll like it. I'm uh, speaking of that. I I was depressed to read today that the Expanse is going to be ending after season six. So Mm -hmm. season five comes out in December. And then there's going to be one more season after that. And I'm, I'm very concerned as to how they're going to do this because that show is built on nine books. The ninth mm-hmm. book is going to be published uh, shortly after the, the new year. And mm-hmm. so far they have been doing a very good job one season per book. And mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to somehow condense the final five seasons in, or five books into three seasons or two seasons or whatever it ends up being. And apparently one of the four key actors – will not be like the four crew members will not be coming back because of some sort of issue with not being able to keep his willy in his pants mm-hmm. appropriately. Well, so six seasons in a movie. It, it worked fine <laughs> for game of Thrones. So I'm sure it'll be okay. Yeah. It's, yeah if, if we learned anything from game of Thrones, it's you can clearly adapt a multi-book franchise into a series, multi-season series. In fact, yeah, everything's yeah. fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Maybe, maybe, you get, maybe you get six seasons and three movies. <laughs> That's good. Yes. Thanks. I'll just go wallow in my PTSD over that now. So. <laughs> yep. That's why you never get attached to anything, Jeremy. You never nope. get attached to it. Indifferent right, about well, everything. Now that we've deviated significantly from the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Yes. Is it time, is it time Bill, for the main event? <laughs> Do we have a? Can we get Bruce? Can you get a Bruce Buffer? Uh, I think we had. Sounder? I think we had a Michael Buffer sounder at one point. Nice. Uh, and I'm oh, sure that Lord Bruce. I'm sure that I can that also insert would be it. Very apropos. I'm sure that I can insert it right here. <laughs> Are you? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! 
So, <laughs> Jeremy, you brought us a great movie um, called Santa Jaws. <laughs> I need you to know two things. One, I saw this and I was like, this is going to be fantastic. But two, um, I read the synopsis of it, like the, the you know, the, the write-up of it oh, so I didn't even on Amazon Prime. And I was like, this is going to suck. <laughs> Like I was like, I was like, this concept sounds like ridiculous even for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, was I right! Oh, see, now Nick, I have to, I have to disagree. I mean, without we'll, we'll get into it here. I laughed my ass off watching this oh, movie. No, 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 no. As did I. I laughed a bunch. Okay. I, I don't, don't I like like side splitting fall out of the yes bed. okay 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 laughter, um, but I mean I will never things. watch this movie again. But I oh, thoroughly no. enjoyed no. watching it the first time. Oh no, it was it was it was a good it was a good watch. The first thing and and, and I'll should I'll, we, I'll we start let with, us go around. Can you give a synopsis? Oh yeah, synopsis. Synopsis. So this kid, uh, this nerdy kid, of course. Um, you know, uh, draws his own comics. He draws a comic called Santa Jaws. Yep. And, um, his, his grandpa for Christmas gives him, <laughs> gives him a pen, a magic pen. Uh, he doesn't know his magic that like anything that you draw, it comes to life with no, with, and with, with, he, with he, he doesn't even tell the kid. It's just like, here's a pen. It's, like, it's not even, it, I don't There's even no think, exposition no, at all. I, yeah, I may have I may have even missed the part where he like put the pen in the room. He, no, you didn't like, miss that. It just you showed didn't up. Miss it. It, no, it, it, just, it showed just showed up. up. It, Apparently, it, to be fair, you, you have to set set the appropriate context. So he comes in. There's this wrapped gift from his grandpa. And do we know what this his name is? Because honestly, I didn't even pick up on what his name was. No, I didn't remember. <laughs> Who the kid? Yeah, the yeah. kid. Uh, the kid's name was Cody. Cody. Okay. Cody walks into the room and goes, so, ooh, a present. So so the yeah. box, the box, though, and this is what I caught, and I swear to God, like, I wanted to hit pause and break out my phone and look at Google Translate because it comes in this wooden box that has German writing on it, mm-hmm. and the kid goes right past the German writing yeah, like yeah, it's not even there. You don't even look yeah, at it. Yeah. And then he opens it up. <laughs> I swear... I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud, but for a split second, I didn't realize that it was a pen. I thought it was a crack pipe. <laughs> it does look a little like, it does look like what, what, what I've seen on, on cops and other police shows to be a crack pipe. It's like this long <laughs> cylinder that looks like it's got these crystals growing around the side of it. I thought it was it's a got crack a little pipe. glass ball at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until he took it out of the box and unscrewed the top and okay, it's a fountain pen. No, no, I really thought it was a no. crack pipe. But let's but let's let let's let's take this a step <laughs> this a step further. It's a fountain pen that needs ink to be dipped. It looks it looks like the kind of pen that needs ink to be dipped in to draw. He never uses ink. Well, it's obviously like it magic. I, but there has to be an ink supply. Well, it's magical. But it's a magic ink supply. I'm willing to look past that. No, no, you shouldn't be willing to look past the functionality of a pen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cody, Cody takes this pen and traces this drawing of the shark. Yes, and murmuring some nonsense the... about being angry at his mom because he's a brooding teenager. 
Yes, because he put a he drew a comic about oh that's right about the, the principals making them yeah the principals making them go to uniforms in school and that's right. which uh, is a plot point <laughs> that is never mentioned again. No, it's mentioned in the beginning and then not. Was, that that plot point was written in there solely as a device to say okay. This kid's supposed to be going to this big party at the comic book store. We need a reason for him not to be able to go to that for the sole purpose of making him angry enough to, to mutter things while he's using a cursed pen to draw a shark with a Santa hat on it. Yep. Yes. I can't believe I just said that sentence out loud. <laughs> then Santa so, Jaws kills people. Yeah. So Santa Jaws is put in the water by him tracing it. Then him and his uh, grandfather, his grandfather wakes him up early in the morning to go on their annual Christmas day, uh, Christmas day or Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve. Yeah. Christmas Eve fishing trip. Um, like, hold, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Where are they, by the way? Uh, it's filmed no in clue. Louisiana. Because we, I was okay. watching the credits because, you know, so it's filmed in Louisiana. They I was really too, so I could where. figure out where to direct my hate email. <laughs> yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't figure that out. So... <laughs> his grandfather who which explains the german on the pen who who by this point you have to believe is some sort of like like very important figure in this kid's life papa right like like yeah the grandpa yeah, yeah, papa to him by his name yeah papa papa, papa. he ha- he he like he has to be some sort of like important figure to this kid right they go they go you know, uh, every Christmas fishing. Eve, they go on a, on a Christmas they, fishing he, or a he Christmas gave Eve fishing trip. He special pen. He gave them the special pen. They appear to live. Um, he appears he, to live in the house. Yeah, he appears to live with them. So they go on their Christmas Eve fishing trip. Yep. And uh, he spills egg his eggnog that he brings, which I <laughs> believe has a little bit of some booze in there. Uh, he spills his eggnog in the water, which attracts Santa Jaws like blood. Uh, <laughs> Which, and which, you're like, which is the first eggnog, whatever gets you going. The first absolutely ridiculous part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but that's the first ridiculous part. The second ridiculous part comes immediately after it. <laughs> he, the, 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 Are you, the, he, uh, does this have anything to do with the laws of physics being broken in a whole bunch of ways? Nope, not at all, okay. actually. All right. Uh, and I want to hear have you never seen so, Air Jaws? No, so the the shark jumps out of the water, yeah. which I mean I've seen sharks do that on Shark Week, so I yep. can believe yep. you know a little bit. I can suspend a little bit of that. Uh, while the grandpa's reaching in to get his thermos, the shark jumps out of the water, bites the grandpa <laughs> to the shoulders, fully like fully engulfs him. Yeah, like yeah to the shoulders, like probably like to mid back, and pulls him into the water while the kid watches. <laughs> no expression of any oh. sort of no. Oh. Anything? But, no, oh no, no! That, that that is the running theme throughout the the entire movie. This kid yeah. watches literally everyone that's close to him <laughs> get picked off by this shark. Nothing. And there's no no one seems to be other than moderately bothered by anything that's happening. No, no tears. No. Oh my gosh! I have to call the police. No. No. Nothing. Nothing. Now, okay. Now my. Now, now my my issue with that very scene, as I said, is the fact that Santa Jaws, who, by the way, fellow listeners, has glowing red eyes like Rudolph, and <laughs> has a yeah. has a apparently hermetically sealed Santa hat on its dorsal fin because uh-huh. it never yes. comes off. Nope. Yes. Even when he's underwater. This thing, 
comes out of the water. So the, 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 the kid and his, his grandfather are on a pier. This thing comes out of the water to, to bite the grandfather who's bent over 90 degrees at the to get his thermos trying to get yeah. out of the water. Trying to get his thermos. Yeah. Out of the get, dirtiest brown water I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Get so but but it comes out of the water at, at full speed. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Bites him and somehow midair comes to a complete stop <laughs> and reverses direction. Yes. yes. I don't think I don't think Sir Isaac Newton would appreciate that. <laughs> well, there's probably like friction on and the bottom. Acceleration don't work that way. He probably got you know his belly's probably scraped up from scraping the uh the you know the, the dock there. The dock probably slowed him <laughs> slowed him down. The air slowed him down. He jumped in the air and got stuck a couple of more times during the film. But that is the most egregious example where at, inertia does not allow a body moving that fast to come to a complete stop in midair when it's acted upon by nothing. No, well, we don't know how the laws of physics apply to sharks. I mean, they you know they could be governed under a whole different Apparently, or 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 homicidal Christmas sharks even more. Mm-hmm. See, and mm-hmm. and this next scene then is where this movie really takes a turn for me. So the kid runs home, and his yes. family is getting ready to go to the to the restaurant to cook Christmas dinner for everybody, and he's yeah. telling them that that Papa was just eaten by a shark. Yeah. Which is something that would you would think would be relatively easy to check out to at least find out. Uh-huh. If Papa's inside the house, but they just brush the kid off, ground him, and send him to his send him inside. Yep. So, so then he's inside eating popcorn out of what appeared to be a stocking, facing mm-hmm. the kitchen. I don't know what I'm going to do. What are we going to do here? If I don't do anything, the shark's going to eat everybody. I got to do something. Yep. <laughs> just not having, clearly not processing still the death of his pop pop. Right? Just ignoring the fact that this guy is gone. So then. So then he goes into his room to like do like the prep scene. Yep. And puts on this Christmas sweater. For what purpose? (laughs) Because it's Christmas Eve. That's right. That's how he gets ready. You know, you've got as one does. It hearkened back to, you know, the the scene of in Army of Darkness where Ash, you know, strapping on the the chainsaw where this kid puts on his Christmas sweater and grabs his backpack. (laughs) That's right. And that's it. That's the big scene. (laughs) Uh, So the rest of this movie is kind of a blur how it happens for me, to be completely honest, because it was like one, like, what the fuck? One One stupid (laughs) shark kill after another. There was the guy with no legs. What the heck was that about? He got got his legs. Well, hold on, hold on. You have to set the scene. This is okay, a guy, so there's a, there's a guy, a random guy, a random old guy, scruffy looking, you know, like, 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 shadow. he's sitting there dressed as an elf for no reason, sitting on a pier with his feet in the water, Dang. his shoes, with shoes are still on. on, with shoes on, his Dang. shoes are on, he's, he's not dangling his bare feet in the water to cool them off, he's fully dressed, head to toe, dangling his shoes and in again, the water. The, Dirtiest brown water I've ever seen in my life. And Santa Jaws, because he's <laughs> attracted to Christmas things, that attracts Santa Jaws. And Santa Jaws hits a <laughs> pontoon boat several times, ramming it into the guy's legs, severing them at the knees. And you're like, oh, well, that's clearly the end of that. 
because you see his legs fall into the water, and the guy's like, "Oh, my legs!" Well, then there's two people, the uh, the kid's older brother and some girl, and they're walking down the pier, and all of a sudden you hear, "Oh, my legs, my legs!" And you think they're, "Oh, they're gonna just go to the shot of the guy sitting at the pier." No, no, no. no. They go to a shot. They go to a shot of this guy walking on walking the nubs his of his legs. legs. <laughs> not only, not only walking on the nubs of what used to be his his knees. Make an excellent but has, time. Has, has perfect balance. <laughs> has oh, maintained yeah. perfect balance and has walked quite a distance. He's adjusted Without very well hands. to his new reality. Yeah. Yeah. He was, ah, oh, my legs. <laughs> and there's just a trail of blood and he's balanced on his bones. Until until all of a sudden, after having thumped <laughs> this degree, he yeah. then screams, he's seen, and then he tips over and falls in the water where he's eaten by the shark. Promptly yep. by the shark. Yep. We did also totally gloss over the fact that the kid's uncle and his new aunt-in-law mm-hmm. are um, well. The uncle is eaten. The, yes. the, did anybody else notice? So the, they had the uh, attractive lady in the bikini. Yes. While everybody else is in jeans and sweaters. Yep. I was like, "Is it so, cold?" <laughs> so that that was a big part hey, of the reason why I asked, "Where did this movie take place?" <laughs> So I'm sitting here thinking, the kid just put on a Christmas sweater, and the aunt-in-law Instagram influencer yep. is walking around in bikini and Daisy Duke shorts. Well, and even her husband is in a, he's in a sweater with a, with a collar and jeans, and she's just lounging in this gross water that I don't think you can yeah. hate. I, again, I can't, I, I can't accurate. Every time we looked at this water, it's brown. I mean, it, mm-hmm. look, without being, in, in, with, it looked like it looked water. Like that, water. It's Flint water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like any dirty river. But yeah, you're right. She, like, I, I looked over at my wife, and I was like, I looked over at my wife, and I was like, um, you know, I was like, is it? What season is this? Where is this? Isn't she going to be cold? Why is she in a bathing suit? <laughs> Everybody else is in a sweater. She's in a bikini because you know for the gram, for the gram. Well, it's uh, yeah. and you know, well, and, and also. Uh, also, to be fair, I felt like I felt like they the the, the producers went back in time to <laughs> somehow locate a younger Michael McKeon lookalike to play the uncle. They oh, did yeah. locate Michael McKeon, some junior mm-hmm. self, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Much much like much like in the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, the Emperor was a bad Stewie Griffin impression. This guy was a bad. Michael McKeon impression. Well, have yep. you ever flown to Shanghai or whatever six times in a quarter? Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> I really thought that he was going to end up being the jerk of this movie. Yeah, um, but he's he I mean, yeah, he a somewhat likable character, and then yeah. <laughs> poof, and, gone. And then he was just gone, just like that. Like everybody just starts getting picked off by this. So there's a slew shark. of okay, so. a slew of people picked off by the shark, including the kid's best friend. Yep. Uh, the now, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. You're, you're getting ahead of yourself because now, in order for us to fully finish this off, we have to pivot to the comic book store subplot. <laughs> right, when their big Christmas party How, that the guy didn't want to miss. Their big Christmas party that apparently the only people that go into the comic book store are this kid, his friend, and the comic book store owner, who, by God, I wanted that guy to be, the, I, I wanted that guy to look and sound like the comic book guy. From Simpsons, and I'm still disappointed ever, that he didn't. Yeah. Have you been into a comic but, book shop? That's pretty accurate. There's like three <laughs> people that go in there, <laughs> and they all got but, pull lists, right? But, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and they all got pulls. This whole thing going on. And then there's this, this thing about he loses the pen. Yep. Right. Like he loses, he, he loses the pen that, that grants you the wishes of whatever, or that makes whatever you draw come to reality. He drops it when they go to try and recruit people to kill the shark. And, and the, what, what I loved about this was they, and, and they actually dealt with it head on in a really, really terrible way. This is a shark. If you don't want to be killed by the shark, mm-hmm. don't go by the water. You just stay away from the water. <laughs> we could just you it, know, it's, not it's go by fairly the water. simple. Well, right? it's fairly simple. So they come to the comic book. Yeah, this isn't place, Amity. Right to, to recruit people to go kill the shark because they feel some sort of, of moral duty to do so, and apparently the comic book guy. Is also you know doubles as a medieval armorer in his spare <laughs> right. time, and he's got mm-hmm. spears and crossbows and all of this other stuff. So the There's pen gets dropped mm-hmm. out of the kid's backpack while they're there, and they the, the comic book guy gives them all of these weapons to go, and they all run and they're going to go kill the shark, and then he finds the pen and proceeds to start being, <laughs> I don't know, like. They, they, later, when they come back, he's got a hot Russian girlfriend and an expensive car and cash all over the place. He draws that himself the life he wants. Himself. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Draws himself the life that he wants. Now, this is all happening while they, while, while the kids, the kid, his brother, and the the girl, and then and the, the friend the are all out trying to kill, trying to kill the the shark using these weapons that they um, don't know how to use. No, no they, they don't because the, the, they'll, they'll, they'll shoot a crossbow and the arrow looks like someone threw the arrow, just threw it with their hand. <laughs> right. Like I, I, I yep. the crossbows were feared medieval weapons for a reason. Yeah, well, this one must um, not have been primed right. <laughs> right. It, the, it, and then the, the one guy throws the spear, which <laughs> just kind of floats on the water as soon as it mm-hmm. hits it. I, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know harpoon work that way um so yeah then they go through this and in, in the meantime bill as you said everybody's starting to get picked off one person at a time when the, when the friend of the 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 main character gets it that's another uh defying physics shot where the the, the thing comes in and turns 90 degrees in oh, midair yeah. oh yeah that, that, yep. that puppy did like like air breaking well yep let's let's, let's about- not forget let, let's also not forget that when the when the hot aunt in law gets it, mm-hmm. remember how she gets it. This this Santa Jaws has, in addition to the shark fin, has also got apparently some sort of symbiotic <laughs> string of Christmas right. lights. He flicks nope. his tail, snap its tail, <laughs> and shoot the Christmas lights out of the water. Wrap them around the ant's waist and pull her <laughs> into the water. In. That's right. Hey, you know what? He he had to adapt to his surroundings. That's a that's a that's a fight or flight mechanism. Well, because when he killed the yeah, uncle, he yeah. got the jingle bells. So then when the shark right. was coming, you could hear it coming. That's right. right. Look, let's let's also talk about at this point in the movie when they when they have the medieval weapons that they're going to try and fight this Santa Jaws with. They know that the pen is magic at this point. Why wouldn't you just take that pen and just like draw that shark in half? Sure, Dad. Well, he did try that. Like though. you know. Did he didn't he? try to. He, he erased well, he, all of his teeth. Well, yeah, he put. And then he, put, he got glass like, ornament teeth. Yeah, and then which he tried stupid. to impale him, and then they ended up turning him into a narwhal. Yeah, but he had to know that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I was like, 
you know, if I knew a pen was magic, I'd find a darn good way to like, there's no way we can screw this up. Like, oh, he's cut in half. Oh, he's cut into six pieces. You know what I mean? Like, oh, why wouldn't you draw a muzzle over his face? That like he can't. You know what I mean? Like, or draw a big I, tank around him. Exactly. Exactly. So, or again, use so the stupid. uncle's lighter that he dropped very early in the movie. <laughs> yes, and burn <laughs> the page. Burn. Yeah, the I page. mean it was pretty obvious anyway. Uh, it's just. Can we talk about how they launched turkeys at it filled with explosives? Yeah, what was up with the low-budget Jaws one? Like, <laughs> and and by the way, Solution. by the way, again, this is where my, this is why this I had isn't a even hard anybody time. with a good idea. <laughs> I know? I had a hard time watching the Battle of Winterfell episode in Game of Thrones for this reason, and I know several people that I know were like this as well. I have a degree in military history, so I'm interested in such things. They use the catapults to shoot the gunpowder stuffed turkeys. They shot one and it landed right next to the shark. And the shark kept moving. The shark's continuing to move. Very slowly as they're reloading the next shot. And they're reloading this and simply moving it a little bit to the left and right and then firing it again, but they're not closing the range. <laughs> yeah, they're not adjusting so how be, far. He should be going far behind the shark well, at this point. Again, the first but shot yet, went about 30 feet as the shark is swimming. Yep. Yeah. I, I would just like to... So, I mean, this movie... You're right. This movie was not something where... Where some guy, Nick, like you or me, or Jeremy, uh-huh. or or the dude who lives next to me, who I'm whatever. Nobody had a great idea who thought, oh, you don't make a great idea for a movie. I'm going to make a movie about these guys who work at this convenience store. And I don't have any money to spend on the movie. And so I'm going to spend 90 grand and make this movie about these two guys the one who works at a video store and the one who works at the convenience store because that's all the money I have, but it's a great story. That is not what was going on here. No, Clerks, this is not. No, no. you know, it's like this no. is not a movie with a, with a great story and a bad budget. This is just a stupid movie. <laughs> like, but who was like, yeah, you know what we should do? We should green light this. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but we need to talk to this guy because we got this yeah. Sadie movie that we need to get made. Yeah. Yeah, because I got way better movies, <laughs> way better movie ideas than this. He has it. Yeah, I, I want to open up, I, open up a store called Thailand at Epcot. Come on, let's go. Exactly. Come on, my well, food truck, black tie. And then, then, then you get to the end, and they, you get to the end of this thing, and what happens? You get two tropes, right? Like you get two direct pieces of thievery. From other pieces of media. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently whatever few ideas they had to pitch this movie, they ran out by the end. So you get the scene where... Oh, and by, okay. By the way, leading up to this, when they finally get to the point where after the... So so the kid's brother... It's just the, the family, right? Like everybody else has been picked off. Now it's the kid, his brother, and his two parents. And they're they're the final stand against, against Santa Jaws. Obviously. Oh, so, yeah. You know they're 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 launching these gunpowder like filled turkeys and that doesn't work and then the last one they shoot something happens to the catapult and it just kind of trickles down onto the 
the yep. landing, right? So the yep. brother, he jumps down there to get it, and he's going to throw it at the shark, and then the shark just comes out again, defying physics and coming to a stop in midair, and impales this guy with this yep. candy the, cane. The brother with the candy cane horn, horn that's now on his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dad, so distraught by this, after watching his son, not like his son fall into the water and be splashing for help, he watched his son be impaled by a giant shark and pulled away. Decides then to jump into the water to try and save him when there is obviously nothing to be saved. So (laughs) then he bites it. Mm -hmm. Then... They end up with this last little turkey that's in the water, and Santa Jaws comes up, and the kid takes the gun, like straight out of Jaws. Right, this is Roy Scheider yeah. in the, yeah, the oh, air yeah. tank. Shoots it, and and then as you watch a somewhat scarred but a seemingly dead but obviously just stunned <laughs> Santa Jaws sinking down into the water yep. with Ave, Ave Maria. Maria. Yeah, Ave Maria. Yeah. So Laura I was watching this with me. It. I'm like, I, I didn't, I didn't hear that. There's no way that I actually, that must've been on the radio downstairs. There's no way I heard that. So, so my wife who was decorating the Christmas tree sat down and was watching this movie with me. Yeah. I looked at her and she literally, her mouth was hanging open <laughs> at this point. Cause that might be her favorite song ever. She's just like, this has gone too far. <laughs> That was the moment where they had literally passed the line of no return. They'd lost her. They'd she, lost. She, she, she literally gave me this. I'm going to move the mic. She gave me this look. <laughs> it was great. It was so, 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 substitute gunpowder turkey for air tank. Then, when apparently yeah. Santa Jaws isn't dead, you think it's just the kid and his mom are the only survivors of this thing. Who the mom also mom, very well adjusted to the, the to her the, husband died. To the new normal. Oh, the, to, to her and husband son. and her son. Yeah, and her and, son. And, yeah, and either her father or her father-in-law earlier. Yep. Yep. So she, <laughs> for some reason, goes down to this landing, and the shark now jumps out of the water fully onto the... Now we're not... That That's the only scene where the laws of physics aren't ignored, where this thing shoots itself out of the water, and it lands on this thing. Now we're full-on Robert Shaw. This is Quint getting eaten, <laughs> yeah. where the thing is just gnawing on her, and she's got blood spitting out of the mouth and everything yeah. else. And that's when the kid finally makes the decision that, okay, I know how to do this. I know how to get rid of this shark. I'm going to let my mom just be decapitated by the shark and do nothing to try and save her and go light the comic book on fire with the lighter that my uncle gave me in then the whole, which the best special effects in the entire film were the green flames that came out when the shark immolated itself. Right? You forgot. You forgot that uh, he wrote, uh, "Bring them all back," or they all he and they did all write, came bring, back. Bring me my family back. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. The whole thing was whoever kills the shark gets their Christmas wish. He <laughs> wrote that in the comic book. So. Um, so he burns the comic book. The shark disappears, like and then he said, "Bring me my family back," and and then we'll we'll put a pin yes. in that. Okay. So then the movie goes from ripping off Jaws, which is understandable, to ripping off Newhart, and the thing is now all just a dream. The next yes. morning. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh. Ripping off Dallas. I, just, ripping I said off that Newhart. out loud. I was watching it by myself. I said it out loud. I was like, oh my God, this is Newhart. <laughs> this is all just a dream. Now, but what, but were you guys like me? You were like, somebody's going to remember. Like, somebody somebody's has to, gonna, right? I mean, somebody has like to remember. A wink and a nod. Yeah. And nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, everything's, not, no, everything's fine. No. Yeah, not how, a did, damn how did thing. the dinner go? It went great. We fed a lot of people. Let yeah. me go get the cinnamon rolls, Papa. <laughs> oh, Glad to see you back. So then he goes across the street and talks to the pretty girl he likes and asks her out for ice cream and whatever. But did the comic book store owner and his best friend come back to life too? Because they're not his family. You know, you're not and wrong. And we don't see and the, them at the and, end. And yeah. the comic book store guy proves to kind of be an antagonist yeah, to he's a certain degree. Kind of the villain. Yeah. I mean, other mm-hmm. than the shark. Oh, and also, also, can, can we go backwards that yes. when they confront the comic book guy knowing he has the pen and they chase him, which apparently <laughs> their bike. bikes are faster than, <laughs> than his car. car. Yeah. Um, what does this guy do to get away from them? The comic book guy, full well knowing everything that's happening, he knows there's a killer Christmas shark on the loose. So what does yep. he do? Gets he literally the... drives to the marina. He doesn't get in a yacht. He doesn't get on a cruise ship. He gets in a little paddle dinghy and starts tiniest, to try to row away. The tiniest little rowboat they have. <sighs> it's just... I mean, look, this, this was a bad, bad, bad movie. But I had laughed and laughed and laughed. But I will Ooh. never watch it again. No, I, no. I, I, I thought about this for, for a moment as I was as I sat quietly watching the credits roll, <laughs> contemplating what I had just done with the Counting previous how many family members were in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Like the elf you know, was the stunt guy, by the way, in case you were wondering. And and I'm thinking, I should feel sorry that I suggested this. <laughs> no. But I no. but I don't. No, you should never feel sorry. It was, it was enjoyable. The The first watch yeah. of it was enjoyable. And I yeah. I laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I do want AD into my life back. Like, oh, Stan, I'm happy having it. I'm happy having watched it. And I'm going to suggest it to other people. Oh, I'll definitely have suggested other people watch it. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm glad for the 90 minutes spent. But, oh, my gosh, this was an awful movie. It's just so bad. Like it, it was shot in like five locations, but made to look like a million. Uh, like, well, and then the little marina they were in—I mean, there were like leaves floating on the water. <laughs> leaves. Yep. yep. It's just yep. <laughs> you know that like somebody had an uncle who had a boat that they could use to film this yep. movie. Oh, I'm really sure that somebody owned a house on the other side of that that uh, that <laughs> that channel there. And that's how they had access to that point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. if you notice, it's all shot. They knew the it's guy. It's all shot that, on the same dock. And they know a guy that owned a restaurant who said that they yep. could film there as long as it was like before 10 a.m. on Sunday morning when they opened. That's right. Yeah. And you guys got to do all the dishes in the back. <laughs> exactly right. Oh man. Yeah. God, that's man. What a great what a great recommendation, Jeremy. <laughs> it was. I really. I mean that. Yeah, it was I, super I, I great. Felt, I felt like when I saw it, it was this moment where I fully felt integrated into this podcast because it was a no-brainer. There was no there was no contemplation. 
it was just immediately, we have to talk about this movie. We have to. See, when you start getting, when you start getting moments like that, yeah, you're, (laughs) oh. I mean, it was fantastically bad. It was. Oh, yeah. I even had my kids asking about how was Santa Jaws, Tad? It was awful. I laughed and laughed and laughed. And I, I feel bad because I, like, I told my kids that they couldn't watch it. Sure. Yeah. Because. You know, because not knowing it, okay, this is, you know, I'm assuming it's going to be a really terrible B or even C movie, yeah, but there's, there's going to be, there's going to be horror related stuff in here, right? Like, I don't yeah, want yeah, them yeah. watching it. No. In hindsight, there's, there's nothing that would have precluded them from watching this. The, the, the eight year old, the eight year old would have been bothered by the scene with the dude in the legs, but every, like my 10 year old would have watched this. And I think he would have just kind of been like, What? Can, can I, what, what, and can I just pull this back for just a second? Because there was the scene in the beginning of the movie when there was like some guy oh, who was yeah. getting ready Dressed to like fight Santa. Santa, and I think it was Papa. Yep. No, 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 no. It was that was the whole. So it was that the comic scene, book. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, that, that, was, that was like the, the yeah. Santa put his hands up to fight, and he had Felice Navidad oh, tattooed on his forearms. <laughs> I forgot that. And he kicked him in the nuts, and it was Jingle Bells. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> just full on just wailed him in the nuts, and it just went. <laughs> That's- that's a great catch, Bill. I I actually oh. wanted to mention that and forgot about oh. it. That was a great oh, catch. I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. I forgot because about that. I paused it. I'm like, what did he have tattooed on his forearms? I'm like, oh, my gosh. It says Feliz Navidad. Now, now, you can say whatever you want to about <laughs> the writers of this. That one that was some good writing. Oh, right it was there. that was glorious. That in there. And and this, oh. I'm telling you, the scene of this kid pacing, having like this inner dialogue, yeah, while eating already, whatever already. out of a stocking, that was beautiful too. Yeah, it had yeah no, it definitely had its moments. <laughs> had its moments. <laughs> it had its moments. Oh gosh. At least now we done. I forgot about that. I've... <laughs> and it would it wouldn't have been as funny if he'd had Merry Christmas tattooed on his arm no no it had to be Felice Navidad it had to be Felice Navidad and I paused it and and, and you know that there was some there was somebody in a meeting for this movie that was like oh and I have Merry Christmas tattooed on his arm no Felice Navidad yep that's it because I I I literally thought what is he what does he have tattooed I want to be in the I want to be in hindsight in the writer's room for that, where it's like, okay, hey, guys, that joke, you realize you just peaked. There's nowhere to go but down. Like, I want the director's commentary for this movie. Yeah, this where movie is like, yeah, Jim pitched that last minute. It's already peaked. <laughs> well, then they even made a Jump the Shark reference. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, they sure did. Oh. Uh, my only regret is that they didn't leave it open for Santa Jaws 2. Oh, it'll be there. They could do all sorts of stuff. Like somebody else finds the pen and they start to draw a different one, and they could do a Halloween one. Because was Mummy the pen Jaws recovered? He had the pen. No, the pen yep, was in so the water. Was the pen in the water? I think the mom. Like, I thought the they pen got rid of it. Ended up in the water. Yeah, they got. Oh rid yeah, of it. they did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
Yep. But it wasn't destroyed, so Santa Jaws 2 is someone finds the pen. And it would be even better because the pen was outside of the box with the German warning on it. So anyone who found it would know that there's, you know, after they tried to put crack in it and smoke it and didn't realize it didn't work, then they would <laughs> discover that it's a pen. So then there was another True. scene, too, that got me, so <laughs> that really drew a parallel for me. There was a scene where they called, they called the police to talk about how there was a Santa Jaws. And the mm-hmm. police were scoffing them at first. And it reminded me so much of the scene in Goonies where Chunk calls the cops. Yeah. And like, oh, come yeah. on, Lawrence. Is this like the time when you had the, the animals that you couldn't yeah. feed after midnight or whatever? Yeah, Michael Jackson was at your house using the bathroom. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because they were yeah. just like, oh, come on. This isn't even... Isn't even yeah, like this kid, like yeah, and I was like, this kid doesn't sound like he has a history of like making, like nobody believed him, and like it didn't sound like he had a history of making stuff up from the, from the get go. Yeah, just yeah. check and see if your grandpa's still in the house. Like, yeah, oh, it's very they, they don't they don't need to because if you'll recall during the departure for the fishing trip, Papa got in the brand new GMC pickup truck that Thank was parked out purchase. there, which obviously. Yes isn't there anymore right like they have to know yes and thank Ugh. you for your purchase yes there's also a yukon involved and again thank you for putting a roof over my head <laughs> yes 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 oh gosh that is that was a funny funny movie i mean i think this gets five pillows i think it does too i think we need yeah. to uh we need to find a valentine's day one of these <laughs> yeah. This was it was it was bad. I mean, it was awful. It was, every I once in a while, a movie comes along, but it's like, yeah, just so bad that it's good. This is one of them. I uh, I posted on Facebook that we were watching it last night, and um, what I said was that it was streaming free on Prime. It's exactly what you think it is. It's also amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, now you know what? that's that's good. That's a good description. Now, now Bill, Bill, I challenge it. Your your wife isn't there in earshot listening to this, is uh, she? She might be asleep. I can't tell. There's a Christmas tree in the way. Okay. So what you have to do now that you've you've filled in some of the color here, sometime in the next few days, you have to go on Amazon and try and find a little shark hand puppet. <laughs> and at any time during the Christmas <gasps> season where you're in your wife's presence and you hear Ave Maria, just sneak up behind her and go chomp, 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 chomp. And get a little Santa hat to put on. A little Santa hat for the fin. I think that's yeah. our next Christmas ornament, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, and that's, you don't even have to be crafty to do that. A little red paint and a Santa hat and you're good to go. That's right. I wonder if... Oh. Uh, with... Santa hat <laughs> ornament. Let's see. I'm just wondering if there's a Santa Jaws. And, and can and, and, and can we also revisit the fact that when he, his attempts to draw the shark into not being dangerous, first he got rid of the teeth. So the shark, of its own volition, goes over to the pier swats it with its tail and knocks the big bin of glass Christmas ornaments into the water Yep, and then proceeds to chomp on them and create these glass Christmas ornament teeth. Uh, which, as, as one does when their teeth as, are removed. As one does. Sure. But, but the scary thing is what happens next actually makes that plausible. <laughs> and that is 
they come up with the idea of impaling it. And as they sit there and they, they he draws this, a giant candy cane spear literally manifests itself in midair in front air. of them. Yes. And then rams itself into the shark's head directly through its brain, which apparently doesn't even phase it. Now it's got a horn. It's like, yeah, whatever. No big deal. That's just, gosh, that's just fantastic. What, your, your, your background blurred that out. What were you putting up? On oh, the, there's like a, I, I, th- I found a shark with Santa riding on top of it. <laughs> I, I, uh, just... <laughs> I found, uh, I found a couple different ones. Uh, thank God for baby shark. Like you can, like you could do this one with nothing. <laughs> you could do this one with nothing on it. Hang on, <laughs> it's just a blue shark. <laughs> Damn you for pointing that out. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't get Felice Navidad. Nick, I I literally just saw that one. Also, jacket off. Not only does he have Felice Navidad tattooed on the forearms, but he's wearing a stained wife beater underneath. (laughs) Oh yeah, as any any good Santa in Louisiana would be, or bad Santa in that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, I think yeah, you're right. I think you need this. And, and I could probably uh, super glue a, uh, <laughs> a candy cane horn on there for you if you want. I'm going to send you guys one other one. <laughs> take a look. Take a look at this one. It's coming. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that needs to be on a Christmas tree somewhere. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yep. Well, you got to. If you're gonna do that, you've got to get some. You got to get some paint and paint the eyeballs red. <laughs> oh, well, obviously, it goes, without, it goes without saying we're not monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, now now that we have fully uh, fully discussed this, I would like to suggest a a tangential coda to this episode. Can we talk about the fact that uh, the 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 TMA one monolith has now been discovered in Utah? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I saw that yesterday, and I was like, "No, there's something's going to come out because they they just discovered it yesterday." Um, I was like, "Something's going to come out. It's going to be some like weird, you know, artist put it in the desert or whatever." But yeah. nobody's claimed it yet. No, and apparently there was significant work that was put in there because they dug fairly deep into the yeah, rock. It's down. And and it's down it's dug almost flawlessly. It's not like they dug a big giant hole and filled it in with loose rock. Yeah. It was a precision cut to get this thing in the ground. And it's like this isn't they said it's an hour and a half away from the nearest highway and the final half mile there's no road. Like yeah. And the equipment you would need to cut that is not small. Yeah, that, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's it, it's um, yeah, it, it it it's baffling. Well, the fact that it was found by helicopter pilots is interesting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I can't believe that like it's there's no rhyme or reason for it. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I, I just looked this up. The Utah Department of Public Safety said, quote, it's illegal to install structures or art without authorization on federally managed public lands, no matter what planet you're from, end quote. 
It's you know, yes, Utah public officials known for their sense of humor. <laughs> right. well, you know, you know, my favorite thing was when this was found. There's a there's a meme out there, and it's got um, if you guys have seen the movie uh, Cabin in the Woods, um, it's got um, oh, what's the guy's name from Cabin in the Woods? Um, hang on, I'll look it up. While you're waiting, uh, this article on NPR talk says, uh, as for would-be visitors, officials decided not to disclose the exact location of the monolith. It's in a remote area, and if people attempt to visit it, quote, there is a significant possibility they may become stranded and require rescue, end quote. Mm-hmm. Oh, people have found it, too. They found it on maps, they believe. Um, well, they've been, people have been looking for it on Google Earth. Yeah. Richard Jenkins, that's who it is. Um um, he, uh, in the movie Captain in the Woods, there, there's like, uh, you know, all sorts of trigger stuff that, um, you know, for like different monsters and things like that, that they can trigger. It's all, but it's basically, if you've never seen Cabin in the Woods, it's basically the Truman show, but a horror movie. Um, but there was a meme where it had the monolith and then it had him and he's like, all right, who picked, who picked aliens? <laughs> or he's like, who had aliens? Cause they have this big pool going of like how people will die in the movie. Oh, I've seen- that every single yeah. like, the murder hornets came out and everything. I keep seeing the yeah. meme that I didn't know that was from yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, that's it's from that. And if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, it's a fantastic take on a horror, the horror genre. I mean, it is it is truly the Truman Show, but with horror. Like they manufacture this like trope of these you know high school kid or these high school college kids get get lost in the woods and they find this cabin and all the scary stuff starts happening. But like basically, they have to it's a company that has to sacrifice each person like each person's blood sacrifices. Um, so that this like giant, like monster doesn't come and destroy, doesn't wake up and destroy the earth. And they have to do it like every, so every so many years. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Well, I'm personally hoping that they're somehow going to get out there and do some sort of mass spectrometry on that thing that they found. And it's going to come up with more than a few traces of some element that's not naturally found in Earth on Earth, yeah. and that would be that would seriously that would be, be okay. Everybody, sit up now because this is yeah, I don't know what nuts. this is, but it's 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 not normal. Yeah, it's or we found the Earth swing, and then who knows how long it's been there? It's true. Well, to, to tie this to tie this back into the uh, the earlier episode with what Nick found on YouTube, what happens if you pull it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. What happens? What happens if you tug it? I mean, if it's, I guess my thought is that if it's that remote, I mean, it could, it could have been there for years. Wouldn't we be able to find Google Maps images of it? They, there. I read an article that said that it's. They've gone all the way back to. They, they've. They think that they've placed it sometime between like August 2015 and October 2016. That's oh, so long. That's that's four and a half years ago. That's from before yeah. <clears throat> when the Cubs won the World Series. Mm-hmm. You just want to say that? I did just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just brings me joy every time I talk about it. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's um, yeah, it's just astonishing. It's nuts. Yeah, it is. It really is. Mm. Somebody go touch it. I I'm not going to Utah. COVID. No, you couldn't. You couldn't pay me to go to Utah. No, no, and COVID. Uh, yeah, that too. 
but mostly Utah. Mostly Utah, but also mostly Utah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> not not for nothing, but you live in Michigan. It's not like you're safe from COVID. No, there. no, no, no. But I'm not going to get on a plane. Yeah. I also just wouldn't go to Utah. Also, you could drive. Also, not Utah. No, no, no. no even if, even if I was a Utah Jazz fan, I wouldn't go to Utah. No, even if I lived in Utah, I wouldn't go. To yeah, Utah. I would. I'd move. I would move. But I was like, oh, this is Utah. Yeah. Oh, I can just leave. Why is everyone else here? Actually, <laughs> what do you mean? I can just I can just go. Nick, Why are we, you here, Nick? We might actually have some listeners in Utah, though. Oh darn it! We probably do. Whatever happened to that band that we used to listen? That Trend? used to send us stuff. Yeah, they were yeah, in Trend. Utah. Yeah, I miss those guys. Well, have you, they made... have, have you seen the Have you seen Sorry. Bravo's uh, the new season of the Notorious Bravo show? Is now uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Is that a thing? Uh, yep, I've been keeping up on my Real Housewives news. Yeah, I'm out of the loop on that. I stopped watching the first well, I, season. I happen to see an ad for it on TV, and it it, it struck me because. My wife has her little, um, you know, like, well, they probably won't be doing this anymore, but over the, the past couple of months, the, you know, somebody puts the bonfire pit in their driveway and everybody sits, you know, 10 feet apart and they can still chat a little bit and, you thing? know, out and be socially distant. But yeah, one of her cold. friends gave them all these little insul- custom made insulated coffee cups that mm-hmm. says the real housewives of Palatine on there. And I'm kind of like, I don't really approve of this, but... <laughs> Not like anybody asked me, so you know what I. Uh, so it's also true. What I think of when I hear Palatine, right? Mm-hmm. Brown's chicken. Brown's chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Even, Thanks. Even all these years later, nice to bring it back up. Uh, trend last I heard was making movie scores, Nick. Oh, they are. Yeah. Uh, Good for them. Now that was a while ago. Admittedly, I haven't kept up on my trend news. So. Hello to Trent, if they're listening. Yeah, hello. I haven't thought. I, I thought about those. I haven't thought about those guys in a long time. They had a, man. I, I'm going to listen to those guys tomorrow while I'm at work. I had some stuff work. show up in my uh, when I was randomly playing music off my phone the other day. Nice. Yep, I, like I think it was guys. Ghost. I think it was their uh, their Bond song, which was super oh. good. Yeah, way I was thinking, better than uh, that Sam Smith one. Listen, uh, that Civil War. Oh, there's nothing yeah, civil about this war. I had that too. in my head every once in a while when yeah. I'm walking around. I'll be like, "There's nothing civil about this." Mm-hmm. War. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Civil good times. War. Yep, they yeah. sing it better yeah. than that. Obviously, they do. They do. They they have a knack for these things. Yep. Yeah. yeah we talk. They sing. It works. That's right. It's a good give and take, uh, ebb and flow. <laughs> Palatine. It was a knack and not the knack. Ah, the neck. Yep. Yep. The neck. The Mac tonight. Okay. Yep. Was that a McDonald's thing? Mac tonight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Woo, talk about deep poles, Nick. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Ugh. All right, so Santa Jaws, uh, fantastic. Fantastic movie. Everybody should watch it at least once. And horrible. If you watch it twice, you're a glutton. Yeah, don't watch it twice. Why would anybody watch that crap twice? Yeah. But once? Watch it once. Once is great. Yeah. It's like House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, yeah. Probably should. One and done for me. If you watch it twice, there might be something wrong with you. Yeah, that's the same reason I haven't watched any of the Uh. (laughs) follow-ups. I watched the first one, and I didn't watch the last one. No. Was that last one three from hell? Was that one? Uh, three from hell was the third one. Yeah, it was Devil's Rejects was yeah. the second one. Yeah, I heard that was. <laughs> wasn't ooh, very good heard, anyway. No, no, no. 
Not from what I heard. Yeah. No. You you heard right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Anything else? No, I can barely keep my eyes open. Uh, sorry, Nick. We're keeping you up. No, it's okay. Sorry. I'll probably stay up. I'll probably watch Men in Tights, Robin Hood Men in Tights before I go to yes, bed. Yes, either that or you'll watch some wrestling of some sort. I do have uh, I do have some wrestling to watch from last week. <laughs> Shockingly. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling to are watch. You in, but, are you in mourning? Uh, because of the Undertaker's retirement again? Yeah. <laughs> again. Uh, uh, no, no. I'm, I'm sort of taking it surprisingly well. Uh, mostly because the Fiend is the new Undertaker, so it works out well. Uh, the Fiend. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows this. Uh, uh, if, and by anybody, I mean you guys who don't watch wrestling. Uh, <laughs> the Fiend is uh, a character who is basically he has like. Um, yeah, you guys don't read the New 52 stuff. Um, when the New 52 came out, there was a Joker arc where Joker cut off his face and then you know took it and stretched it over. Oh, I've seen pictures face. of that guy. Yeah, the Fiend. Yeah. yeah, that's the Fiend. He's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah, crazy He's, like smiley thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it was um and 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 his mask was done by um uh, the same guy who did like all the Friday the Thirteenth special effects and that sort of thing. Um, Savini. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Tom Savini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good Lord. Friday the 13th. No, he did way. Tom Savini did way more than Friday the 13th. Tom Savini did all of these special effects for um, like Dawn of the Dead. Yes. 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 Did yes. All the George Romero stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. awesome guy. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah he, uh, yeah. He's, I mean, freaking fantastic. And he, yeah, he designed that mask and it's great. And, I mean, it's like when I first, I'll never forget when I first saw it. I was like, oh, does like, he that was wrestle weird. in the mask? Yes, he does. Wow. So he actually has two personas. He has like a, uh, the character's Bray Wyatt. So he has like this um, Mr. Rogers type character. Like <laughs> he actually has like his own little fun. It's like, it's called the Firefly Funhouse like show. And it's like, you know, he's, he's in a sweater and like happy to go lucky. And then he With has the, the fiend uh, without the mask. Okay. Without the mask. And then, and then he has the fiend who is like basically like this other persona that he transforms into, and uh, God, it's just and so he great. Actively like, wrestles with both. Yes, wow. yes, he's he's wrestled with both. Uh, when he when he's the fiend, he like nothing can hurt. Him. Like it's kind of running into a, a, an issue because like nothing can hurt him. Like, sure, which becomes <laughs> like, a problem. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> a uh, long term problem. Yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, like, like they had to, they didn't want him to win the belt, uh, at hell in the cell two years ago. So they had to, uh, end a hell in the cell by disqualification, Aww. uh, which you can't, you can't do that. No. Uh, yeah, that was rough. They also, uh, did have Goldberg infamously beat him in like a minute and 30 seconds, <gasps> uh, for no reason. Let me, like any, let me heavy yeah. sigh louder than that because of my disdain for Bill Goldberg. <laughs> It was also uh, at a uh, Saudi Arabia show, which was again uh, another issue. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a thing. So that's why I think we've lost Jeremy. <laughs> I think we have too. <laughs> I'm all right. It just goes to okay. prove that uh, that you cannot watch professional <laughs> wrestling for 20 years and still keep up. Yes, you can. Oh. You could you could get into it today and not miss a thing. No, I think I'm good. But yeah, but here I am. Yeah, but you know what you should do is listen to the Undertaker's uh, on Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Records uh, podcast. 
uh, he talks a lot about a lot of things. So if you're interested in it, it's a really good episode. Yeah. Broken Skull, Broken Skull podcast or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Worth it. Worth it. So, yeah. Yeah. The Fiend. All right, I'm going to go pass out. You have seen the mask. Yes. You go do that. that. Yeah. The Fiend. Maybe I should put The Fiend up here next time. Next time. Next time The Fiend will be there. Fantastic. All right. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Um, Yeah. We all loved Santa Jaws the first time. Is anybody going to watch it a second time? No, no, no. Okay, it's no, no. There's no unanimous. Yeah. No, we're no, my that's... my wife and I are moving on uh, tomorrow after the kids go to bed. Uh, we are going to be watching Office Christmas Party tomorrow. Oh, have you ever seen great. that before? Shut oh, the fuck that's door. A, uh, dude, that is a great no, movie. I, I actually, um, I went last year. Uh, I was at Best Buy last year, and I picked up a bunch of. I was picking up a couple things for the kids, and they had the big Christmas movie display, and I bought it. And we just like it was late in the holiday season, and we just never, never got, got around to, to watching it. it. So when you get all the stuff out now, it's like I I, I told her um, since we're we're you know going to be up pretty early cooking on Thursday, I said you know what, why don't we just make up an adult beverage and put the kids to bed tomorrow and just sit around and watch that movie and yeah, um, that's a good movie. It's it's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. It's a fun movie. You guys will enjoy mm-hmm. it or not. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Who knows. We're not cops. What's his face? Deadpool's friend was super good in it, though. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, T.J. Miller? What? T.J. Miller? T.J. Yes, T.J. Miller. Miller. I I was like, T.J. something. Yeah, he's super good in that movie. And then Jennifer Jennifer Aniston was good in the movie, and um, it was fun. Yeah, 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 really good. Really good movie. You'll like it. Good deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's, it's, again, it's, you're going to do better than Santa Jaws, but... uh, You'll still have some room to go up. Oh, yeah. 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 It's not setting the bar super high. <laughs> no, but it was a fun movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never, I, Sounds I, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. Okay. There was a scene where somebody went off. Uh, anyway. Yep. Yeah. Yep, okay. There was. There sure was. Yeah. yeah. yeah and there's a scene where some stuff gets. Yeah. No. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. All yep. right. Gentlemen. All right. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> yes. Everyone have a great uh, and safe uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving, yes. and Thanksgiving, <clears throat> Christmas, whenever you hopefully listen to this. talk to you again before Christmas. Well, yes. here's hoping. Christmas. We should do that. Oh, yeah. Yes, this we should. Like do my that, other podcast yes. where I don't put things up. The what? <laughs> this isn't like my other podcast where I don't put things up and then I lose them. And oh yeah, no, we don't lose episode. stuff. I promise. Yeah, yeah. But let's do we, another. We one. have a lost stuff. No, we don't. We don't lose stuff. Bill has a pen, so he he doesn't lose stuff. Look right there. Boom. There you go. I like it. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Right back at you guys. Oh, yes. Yes. Enjoy uh, Turkey Day. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's exhausted. He's sleeping. Dude, I am. I'm so tired. (laughs) I've never been this tired for these. All right. We'll get out of here. We got to look. All right. I'm going to get out of here. See you guys. Bye bye. All right. Bye. (laughs) All right. I really am going to bed. Bye. Bye. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at 
thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk!